Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Let's Guide podcast, the ultimate podcast for Google Local Guides. This is already episode number 14 and today we talk about what happens when local guides meet in real life. Being a local guide is all about contributing to Google Maps, as you know. But at times it can be interesting to exchange information and experiences with other local guides. One of the best ways to do this is attending or even hosting so-called meetups. In this episode, you'll find out what these meetups are all about and what typically goes on when local guides meet in real life. Before we start, I want to point out once again that I am not an official representative of Google. I'm just a local guide myself. Everything I say is therefore my personal interpretation of the things that you need to know about being a local guide. I want to emphasize this even more than usual today, as there is some very exciting news about me, myself, as local guide. Stay tuned until the end of the episode to find out what this is all about. Today's episode is recorded in the middle of October 2019 and therefore describing the situation as it is today. If you're listening at a later date, that's what I wanted to say, then of course things might have changed dramatically. Let's get started! So meetups, what are they all about? The official description, as you can find it on Local Guides Connect, the official platform provided by Google for local guides, is that they are events hosted by local guides just like you. Explore your city, try new places, make friends. So basically it's just a number of local guides getting together taking a walk together to explore a neighborhood, uh, visit some restaurants, bars, have a drink, something to eat, talk about local guide stuff or any other topic you want to talk about. Make friends, that's definitely also part of meetups. You can really just attend any meetup you want and an overview of them can be found on Connect, of course, because there's a special meetup section there. That's not really a part of Connect, uh, but a part of Maps itself. You can see that on the uh, when you check the URL, which is basically maps.google.com/localguides/meetup. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes, of course. It's also not the most intuitive or user-friendly part of the Local Guides program, as to f- search for. Uh, which meetups can be found. You can only select one city at a time and one specific date. So you can't, for example, search or ask the the interface to give you a list of, say, all meetups in northern France in the next two months, which is a bit of a pity. Not so easy always to find meetups near you. There are basically four types of meetups as described there. The first one is the GeoWalk. There you discover a new part of town with your fellow local guides while taking pictures, updating business listings and writing reviews as you go. The second type is a photo walk where you pick a scenic area of town and invite others to join you for a walk taking photos along the way and obviously uploading them to Google Maps. Third type is the food crawl. 
very popular with some or with a lot of local guides, I should say. There you can visit a couple of new local restaurants or cafes and enjoy the specialties, the specialties at each one of them. Afterwards, of course, share your reviews and photos on Google Maps. And finally, the fourth type is map editing. There, local guides get together and update local business listings by using the add a place and suggest an edit feature. Now, usually it's really hard to say that one of the, that the meetups you attend or you host are one of those only because a lot of them are a combination of uh, the types that I mentioned before. Luckily, there's also the option to say other, and this is used quite often. Also for meetups that have a special topic like accessibility, where it's really the idea of the, that kind of meetups, meetups is that you add accessibility info to the map. For example, pictures of uh, dedicated parking spaces or reviews that specifically describe this kind of information. The Google team encourages local guides to host meetups and has a very interesting post by Google Arimar on that topic on Connect to explain the basics. There'll be, there'll be a link in the show notes to that post, of course. Hosting a meetup, however, might sound a bit intimidating at first. So probably the first thing you can do is just join an existing one. And that is actually also the first tip in a post I have written on Connect with tips on how to host a, su a successful meetup. Tips stemming from my own experience with hosting some meetups. Obviously, also that post will be linked to in the show notes. There, by the way, you can reread a lot of the information which is being uh, used in this episode and a lot of more interesting tips, but you'll have to discover those by reading the post. So the first tip there is attend other meetups, learn from others. The best way to get to know the practical circumstances regarding meetups is simply to attend one or a few. This might not be possible everywhere in the world, as your reason to want to host a meetup could in fact be, uh, could be the fact that there never seems to be a meetup in your area. In that case, you can get some idea of what goes on during meetups by reading recap posts in the meetup section of Connect. I'll explain more about that in a minute. Having attended a few meetups, you might then finally decide to host one yourself. There's an excellent post by the experienced meetup host and friend of the podcast, Adrian Lunsong, which is an excellent source on info of info on how to prepare for a meetup. I have used the info in the post for every single meetup I have submitted so far and had all of them approved more or less instantly. The only times I had to wait was when I submitted a meetup proposal during the weekend and because the team approving the submissions is usually not working uh, during the weekend I then had those approved on Monday morning quite early so if you plan to submit a meetup proposal please consult Adrian's posts needless to say that there will be a link to that in the show notes as well don't expect to have an instant hit the first time you host a meetup a lot of first meetups just have a handful of participants or even just one being you. Don't let this discourage you. Even if it's just you, hold the meetup as planned 
take some pictures and write an inspiring recap post on Connect. So a post explaining what went on during the meetup. For all you know, this recap might make other people think, hey, I definitely need to attend the next meetup hosted by this local guide because that looked really interesting. In the recap post, you could also mention that you plan to set up more meetups and encourage the readers to reach out to you, for example, in a private message on Connect, if they would like to be alerted if a new date for a meetup is set. Okay, when you've decided that you want to host a meetup, it's time to work on the specifics. And there are some important considerations to look into when planning a meetup. Select a good date. Make sure there is enough time for people to plan their participation. The connections on the instructions rather on Connect state that you should submit the meetup proposal at least two weeks in advance, but that's more for giving the team ample time to approve and then uh, put it online. But you can obviously plan more ahead if you want, thereby leaving more time to promote the events, which is also important, an important factor I'll get into later on. My super tip if it comes to dates is check for bank holidays. Even people that have tons of hobbies that usually keep them from attending any meetup during the weekend or on weekday evenings, even those might have some openings in their planning on bank holidays. Why not offer them a nice meetup to fill that awkward blank in their agenda? Next to the good date, you also have to find a good meeting point. That's really important as well, if you ask me. Make sure it's easily accessible by both public and private means of transportation. Having both a railway station and a car park in the immediate vicinity are a must, if you ask me. Okay, so you've worked out the details and submitted the proposal on the Meetup platform. What's next? When your meetup proposal gets accepted, a post is automatically created on Connects in the meetup section, of course. It will use the text and the image you have used for submitting the event and show you as the author of the post. It also includes an RSVP link that leads the local guides who are interested to the page where they can sign up. Sounds really convenient, right? Well, in reality, there is one huge problem. The post on Connect barely has any layout. The text is more or less posted as one single block of text. So when you receive that confirmation email stating that your meetup was approved, head over to Connect and edit the post to make it look a bit better. Editing this post will not cause any changes on that RSVP page, so you can keep editing the post as the meetup day approaches to add, for example, specific details. You could also change the picture for that post on Connect with a version of the image that has dimensions better fitting the Connect layout. Then unfortunately comes the most difficult parts in the time between the approval and the meetup. Then you need to actively try to convince other people to attend the meetup. I'm purposely stating other people and not other local guides as meetups are actually also a great opportunity for non-local guides to learn about the local guides program. As I mentioned before, 
The Meetup website is not really very user-friendly and that means it's also hard for other local guides to find your Meetup. So, to increase the chances of people signing up for your Meetup, you will have to spread the info as widely as possible. And of course, social media are, can be a great help there. You can, for example, join some Facebook groups specific for local guides, globally or from your area, or more general groups collecting info about your city or region. You know, those what's happening in dot dot dot, fill in the blank with your city name. Post about the meetup a couple of times, for example, when some new details can be added or to announce that X number of participants have already signed up. And make sure to also post in your personal timeline to draw the attention of people that are not yet a local guide, but soon will be due to your wonderful efforts to make them uh, aware of the local guides program. Do check out my post on Connect with tips for hosting a great meetup. There you will find additional tips on how to find other local guides that might live in the area of your meetup and could therefore be interested to attend. There's a sparkle of hope, however, that it might get easier in the future to find and or contact other local guides from areas around you for your meetup. And that has to do with something I talked about already in the previous episode, the one with news and updates, because one of the things I talked about there was a new initiative called Supported Meetups. I'll link again to the announcement uh, of it in the show notes. At the moment, this is still a pilot program, but it means that for some meetups, Google will provide financial and promotional support to a handful of local guides to host such meetups in their own cities. And one of the nicest things about it, if you ask me, is that it was, it was also announced that selected active local guides from the area where a supported meeting is held will be emailed. So that's for the first time, to my knowledge, Google actively reaching out also to other local guides to inform them about meetups that could be interesting for them. As I said, it's still a pilot program. Don't count on this coming near you in a city near you anytime soon. There will be some, but it's going to be at a slow pace, I think, like most things when they are being rolled out. The first one was held just a couple of days ago in Australia, hosted by Paul Pavlinovich. And I'm pretty sure that by the time you're listening to this recording, there will be a very nice recap post on Connect. And that, of course, then smoothly brings me to the next topic. If you've hosted a meetup, then you're also supposed to write a recap post. That's just an article describing what went on more or less in the meetup. There's another post by Googler Arimar that can help you write such a post. There'll be a link in the show notes, of course. And that post should be published on Connect, obviously in the meetup section. It can be as elaborate or as short as you want yourself. But make sure to include some nice pictures. And remember, as I said before, the recap post for one meetup could be the advertising for the next one. Most of what I've mentioned so far is related to meetups that take place on a physical location. People actually traveling to come together. But there's also 
Virtual meetups. I've hosted one of those a while ago about lists. The topic of that virtual meetup was lists. And for such a virtual meetup to take place, the only thing needed is really a web conferencing tool. A number of local guides just join an online session there and you have a meetup with local guides from all around the world. Really nice experience that was. The recording of that uh, lists virtual meetup is still uh, available. It can be seen uh, from the recap post. It's, I've uh, added it uh, on YouTube and it's still there. So I will uh, include a link to the recap for that virtual meetup also in the show notes. And finally, if after all this you still feel uncertain about hosting a meetup or not, here's my most valuable tip. If you've never hosted a meetup, don't worry too much. Just do it. Pick a date that suits you and just do it. The first step is always the hardest, but without taking it, all the rest is impossible. I hope that answers the questions you might have had about meetups. If not, do reach out to me. And with that, it's time for a special section we have in every episode. What a great idea! In What a Great Idea, I dedicate some time to Idea Exchange, a section of local guides connect where you can submit suggestions to improve Google Maps or connect. This time I'm not going to deal one specific or deal with one specific idea from the Idea Exchange because there's some pretty big news about Idea Exchange itself. In the past few weeks there has been a massive massive let's say cleanup going on, which is probably due to, to the fact that finally some rules were defined on how to proceed with older submissions. In the show notes I'll include a link to the help desk post that specifies all of this. And I'm not sure when exactly these rules were added, but I'm uh, added rather, but I'm pretty sure that they were not there when Idea Exchange was launched in the summer of 2018. So the specifics uh, say that a post will be or an idea will be marked as closed if it's not an idea, it's off topic or not related to Google Maps or local guides. Makes sense, of course. It will also be closed after one month if no additional information was shared as requested. So Tom, sometimes the original posting is not very clear. Then one of the moderators will ask extra info. If you don't provide this info within a month, the idea is also closed. Ideas which are clearly explained but do not get more than 10 votes in three months are also closed. And then even if the idea gets a lot of votes, more than 10, but nothing can be done with the idea in six months, then it's also closed. So whatever happens or whatever the, uh, however positive or good the idea is, after six months and nothing can be done by the local guides team, the idea will be closed. The result of applying these rules has been that hundreds of ideas and possibly more than a thousand were closed, even some with massive numbers of likes. 
At the moment, about 1,200 ideas from more than 4,000 in total are still open, so there's plenty left to work with. It's a pity, of course, that popular ideas get closed this way, but I also agree that if after six months there's nothing the local guides team can do with a particular idea to make specific progress, it makes no real sense to keep it open. And that's all I have for this episode. Do get in touch with me by email, for example, mailing to letsguidepodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Twitter with Local Guides Guru or find me on Local Guides Connects under my real name, Jan van Haver. The show notes for the podcast, as always, can be found on letsguidepodcast.com. Oh, yes promised to give some news about me, some exciting news, I can say. I was invited to become Connect Moderator, which is a great honor, and so of course I have accepted that offer. And that proves immediately what they always say about becoming a Connect Moderator, which is my invitation only. Just keep making high-quality contributions on maps and on connects and one day you too might receive such a wonderful mail in your inbox. The next episode of the Let's Guide podcast will be out in two weeks, so I hope to find you in the audience for that one too. Bye-bye for now. Game over.